bringing you some of the best speakers and teachers from across the globe. Their words inspiring you towards your best days. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Speakers Hub. Good morning. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast, and we are back with another Speaker Hub. Now, I hope you're good in the hood and you're ready to be inspired. Before you continue your incredible week, I've got another great speaker for you. We welcome Simon Sinek back to Learn Develop Live, who, during this lecture, teaches how you can form a strong bond with others and succeed in this crazy thing called life. Here is Simon. You said that this uh, journey with uh, why yes. start with a deeply personal, painful moment. Yes. What was that? So I lost my passion for my own work, um, which was embarrassing because superficially my life was pretty good. I owned my own small business. We had good clients. We did good work. Um, but I didn't want to wake up and go to work anymore. Um, and so I kept that to myself. And so all of my energy went into pretending that I was happier, more successful, and more in control than I felt, which was pretty draining, to be honest. Um, and it was only when a friend came to me and said, I'm worried about you, did I... Uh, did I come clean and tell her how I really felt? And it lifted a, a weight off my shoulders and gave me the energy to find a solution. And the solution I found was this thing called the why. Yeah. And you mentioned in your book that uh, about uh, friend exercise. Oh, the friend exercise? Yeah. To find your why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That? So a, a fun way to find your why, or at least to get some sense of it, is to go to a friend who you love and who loves you. A friend who... You could call them at any time of the day or night and they would absolutely be there to help you. Um, you don't do this with a spouse. Don't do this with a, a sibling. Those relationships are too close. But a best friend. And ask them the question, um, why are we friends? And they're going to look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. Because you're asking them to put into words um, a feeling. And the part of the brain that controls our feelings doesn't control language. So they're going to look at you and say, ah, I don't know. Uh, and then you play devil's advocate. You say, come on, what is it about me that is so special that I know that you'd be there for me no matter what? And they'll start describing you. You're funny, you're honest, I can count on you. And you have to play devil's advocate. You say, good, that's the definition of a friend. What is it about me that I know you'd be there for me no matter what? And again, this will go on and on and you play devil's advocate and eventually they will give up. And eventually they will describe themselves. My friend said to me, I don't know. All I know is I can be in a room with you and I feel inspired. I don't even have to talk to you. And I got goosebumps. So eventually when your friends start describing something about themselves and you have an emotional response, whether you get goosebumps or you well up with tears, whatever it is, that's proof that the thing that they have said is the the value you have in their lives. Um, so that's that's what your why is. It's, it's core to your being. You'll have an emotional response. And I asked multiple friends and all my friends told me the exact same thing. That's how I knew I was on some, onto something. Yeah. It's a fun exercise. Do you have some other exercise you recommend to, to find your why? Well, there's multiple ways you can do it. I mean, I just gave you one fun way. Um, you know, we, we, that's one of the things we do as a company is we help, we help people find their why. But we try and do it as, we want to make it as accessible as possible. You know, so clearly it's not available to everybody to have a human being come to your home or your office to, to do it with you. And so we have the Why Discovery course on our on our website. I published a book called Find Your Why. Um, and then there's the friend exercise. We try and make it as available as possible to as many people as possible because the goal really is that everybody can find their why. Mm -hmm. So I don't want it to be something exclusive, you know, that, that really 
upsets me. So we've, yeah. So everything from free all the way up to, to a, uh, an individual consultation and everything in between is available. And I thought about that. Uh, how many whys can you, can you have? A human being can only have one. Only one. And can you change why? No, you are who you are. We are the products of our upbringing. You know, we are the sum total of the experiences we had when we were children and we're, our personalities are fully formed by the, you know, by the time we're probably in our mid to late teens. Um, and that's what the why is. The why is who you are at your core, who you are at your natural best. Uh, the rest of our lives simply offer us opportunities to live in balance with our why. So no, you cannot change your why, just like you cannot change who you are. You can improve who you are. You can live to your, you can, you can uh, try to be your best self, but it's, it's you. So we only have one why, which I think is, uh, so, and when people define their why or define their company's why based on a, based on something they do, you're definitely not there. You know, like my why is to help my customers find blah, blah, blah. No, that's not your why. That's just something you do. Yeah. And what is your why? To inspire people to do the things that inspire them. So together, each of us can change our world for the better. It drives me. It's the foundation of everything I do. And your latest book uh, that will launch in October? The Infinite Game? In October 15th, yeah. October 15th. Has already made an uh, immense impact on the world thus far. Can you explain the difference between finite and infinite strategy? Sure. Um, so uh, according to um, a theologian named James Carsey, who wrote a book in the mid-80s, um, he, he uh, framed two kinds of games. If you have, a, have at least one competitor, if there's at least one other player, a game exists. And there are two types of games. There are finite games and there are infinite games. A finite game is defined as known players, fixed rules, and agreed upon objective. Football, right? There's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end, yeah. right? Um, an infinite game is defined as known and unknown players. Uh, new players can join at any point. Uh, the rules are changeable. And the objective is to perpetuate the game, to stay in the game as long as possible. Um, and so if you think about it, um, many of the games in which we are players are infinite games. There's no such thing as winning marriage. You know? right. There's no such thing as um, being number one in career. Like there's no winning career, right? Um, um, and there's definitely no such thing as winning global politics. And there's definitely no such thing as winning business. Um, but if you listen to the language of too many leaders... They don't know the game they're playing. They talk about being number one, being the best, and beating their competition. Based on what? Based on what metrics? Based on what agreed upon timeframes? And so the problem is, is that if you play in an infinite game with a finite mindset, there's a few very predictable and consistent outcomes. Decline in trust, decline in cooperation, decline in innovation. And so if we are players in an infinite game, and the problem is we're playing with a finite mindset, I set out to write about what it means to play with an infinite mindset, which means completely rearranging the way in which um, we understand how not only business works, but how we play the game of business and other things, all the infinite games. Because the thing is, we're, mul we're players in multiple infinite games at the same time. Um, and, uh, you know, if, we, if you play by the, with the right mindset for the game you're in, you'll enjoy much more trust, much more cooperation, much more innovation. Uh, so that, that's what the infinite game is all about. You had a speak uh, against uh, was was Microsoft and Apple. Oh yeah, so I had a real life experience that helped me uh, understand the difference between finite and infinite games. I spoke at a at an education summit for Microsoft, and I also spoke at an education summit for Apple. Uh, at the Microsoft summit, 
70-80% of the executives spent the vast majority of their presentations talking about how to beat Apple. Whereas at the Apple Summit, 100% of the executives spent 100% of their time talking about how to help teachers teach and how to help students learn. What's the difference? So it was really funny because one clearly was playing with a finite mindset and one was clearly playing with an infinite mindset. At the end of my talk at Microsoft, they gave me a gift. They gave me the Zune when it was a thing. This was Microsoft's uh, answer to the iPod. And uh, it was fantastic. It was a beautiful piece of technology. It worked extremely well. Um, at the end of my Apple talk, I, uh, uh, I was sitting in a taxi with a senior Apple executive and I couldn't help myself. I had to just stir the pot. And I turned to him and I said, um, you know, Microsoft gave me their new Zune and it is so much better than your iPod Touch. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, I have no doubt. And the conversation was over. Uh, and this is what it means to have an infinite mindset. It means <clears throat> you understand that sometimes your product is better and sometimes your competitor's product is better. And the goal is not to win or beat your competition. The goal is to outlast them. There's a head and behind, that's all, but there is no winning. Um, and that relaxed attitude um, proves that the only true competitor in the infinite game is yourself. How do we make our products better than they were last year? How do we make our service better than it was last year? How do we make our culture stronger this year than it was last year? Our leaders better this year than they were last year? Um, that's the only true competition. And do you have any advice for the, the companies that want to play the infinite game? Well, well it, takes, it takes multiple things. Um, you have to have a just cause. You have to know, um, in other words, a vision of the future, an idealized vision of the future that you, you are, you've committed your entire organization to help advance. Um, something so just that you would willingly sacrifice for it, uh, meaning you might turn down a better paying job or you take frequent business trips or you work late. And that doesn't mean you like those things, but it feels worth it. Uh, you need to have trusting teams, um, people who willingly admit mistakes around each other, ask for help without any fear of humiliation or retribution. You have to have trusting teams. You have to have a worthy rival. You have to have a, another player or players that you can compare yourself to where their strengths reveal to you your weaknesses so you find out where you can improve. Um, benchmarks, you know? The, the goal is not to beat them. The goal is to use them to learn more about ourselves. Um, what is open playbook? There's a existential flexibility uh, is what it's called, um, which is the willingness to make a profound shift in strategy in order to advance your, your cause. Um, there's the famous story of Steve Jobs in 1979 with some of his senior executives. They visit, visited Xerox Park and Xerox showed them a technology they'd invented called the graphic user interface. Now remember, Steve Jobs had a just cause. He wanted to empower individuals to stand up to, to, the, to Big Brother, to the status quo. And clearly the computer was a, an amazing technology to help him do that. And this graphic user interface would allow way more people to use a computer just by clicking a mouse on the screen as opposed to having to learn the whole computer language, which is how it was back then. Um, and so as they were leaving Xerox, he said to his people, we have to invest in this. And somebody in the group said, we can't. We've already already invested millions of dollars and countless man hours in a different direction. If we invest in this graphic user interface, we'll blow up our own business. To which Jobs said, better we should blow it up, blow it up than someone else. <laughs> and that decision became the Macintosh. 
which profoundly changed computing today. You know, the entire platform of Windows is designed to act like a Macintosh. So his willingness to make that profound strategic shift and walk away from money already spent and time already spent is a perfect example of, an, of existential flexibility. And what about Worthy Rival? Uh, so as I said before, Worthy Rival um, is uh, someone uh, or, or an organization or a person who, whose very strengths reveal to you your weaknesses. You know, sometimes we have envy for them and sometimes they make us angry and sometimes we think we're trying to beat them. But the reality is, is we usually have an emotional response to them uh, because they're good at what they do and it makes us feel insecure. It makes us feel like we have work to do. So instead of directing that energy against them, um, rather we should express gratitude that they helped reveal to us our weaknesses so that we can work on them. If let's watch that video, it can be found on YouTube and it's called How to Build Trust with People, Simon Sinek Motivation. And this comes from the Inspirational Ideas YouTube channel. Now, do you think you could leave the podcast a review? I want to make the whole thing better, especially for you. So I know exactly what's working for you and, you know, your point of view it would be amazing. You can leave a review over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that lets you All reviews will be read out on a later show. As for now, I'll be back with you tomorrow for more. So until then, take care of yourself and enjoy. The Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find more motivation and inspiration at learndeveloplive.com. And we'll be back to inspire you again tomorrow.